Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Johnsonville Sausage Strips are strips of sausage that look and cook like bacon. They come in amazing flavors like original, maple, or chorizo. Now you can transform your BLT into an SLT or turn your bacon cheeseburger into a chorizo cheeseburger. It's not bacon. It's Johnsonville Sausage Strips, and it's a meaty miracle. Find it by the bacon, even though it's sausage. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. For this is a story not of the universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen. This is uh, our Flash premiere review, I guess. <laughs> I'm David. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I agree. Um, as, as per Wikipedia, Iris has been aiding Team Flash in Central City, but refusing to grieve Barry, a flying samurai with superpowers, <laughs> appears in Central City, threatening the city if the real Flash does not face him. Cisco reveals he has a formulated has he has formulated a way to bring Barry back without destabilizing the Speed Force and tracks down Caitlin for help. Against Iris's direction, Team Flash successfully returns Barry, who appears rambling random statements and continually writing symbols on walls while he engages the samurai but is defeated cisco deciphers barry's writings and finds an apparently meaningless sentence in an attempt to recover barry's memories iris gives herself up to the samurai the plan works and barry speeds away rescuing iris and defeating the samurai who is revealed to be a robot caitlin rejoins team flash but is revealed to have been working for a mobster called amunet at the bar also revealing she continues to have to fight the killer frost personality from emerging the samuroid is revealed to have been controlled by an unidentified man whose plan was to draw out the flash for his next schemes i mean let's be honest we know it's the thinker right Mm, yeah which i'm kind of glad to I'm, i'm i'm glad to see the thinker just out you know just he's outed he looked weird he looked cool um, he didn't look like that lame version where he's like got the Riddler costume, except it's just, you know, binary code. <laughs> that, would <have> been, <laughs> that would have been distracting. No, he looked, he looked pretty good. Honestly, it was a pretty entertaining episode. Like so much of the flash. Yeah. And they, I, I thought they got back to being more fun. Like they promised. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> it was fun in a lot of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Joe alone. Uh, well, I mean, in true form, Joe and Cisco were uh, like, all right, Joe early, son, I love you, but ain't nobody feeling Team Kid Flash. <laughs> uh, man, I loved. 
<laughs> I loved when Wally just started speaking Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> what? I do things. <laughs> or what I know. Um, yeah. It was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, so much fun. In fact, it was a real downer when Iris was kind of a downer the entire episode. Like, actively annoying. No, no. She, uh, she was annoying, but I... But for reasons that, like, if you'd ask me in season one, uh, what's the big problem with Iris? I mean, we kept saying she has no agency. Well, she does. Uh-huh. Like, she, this is the, I don't know, the most, popa, uh, the most purpose she's actually had on the show. And she's kind of owning it. Like, I really loved her little scenes. Like, even when she tells Wally, like, you, you skip training and, and just gives him a look. Like, no, seriously, get her training right now. Well, that's fine. Is you know, the whole, I don't even want to try to bring Barry back thing. It's, it was just a little a little much. And I understand she didn't want to lose him twice, et cetera, et cetera, but... Yeah, mostly I get it. And she does finally kind of thank Cisco at the end of the episode for, like, <laughs> thanks for having faith when I didn't and all that. And yeah. Even then, he, he just... tells her, like, you know, it's all right, boss, or whatever. She's still... I, I like the fact that she's kind of in charge of the team right now. Yeah. And it doesn't feel forced at all. It actually makes sense within the show. Like, it, they... I'm, I, I like what they've done with Iris as a character right now. I like what they're. I like what they're trying to do with Iris, but most of this episode, she was just kind of awful. She just was to me. Like, it didn't track that she would not want to save Barry. It just didn't. Even even if she had like, a, I don't want to lose him twice, so, so, sort of idea. Like, it, if, dude, if Cisco tells you that he thinks he could do a thing, you say okay. No, 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 no. No, she, I, I think she had the perfect rebuttal to that. It, he he has this whole list of like, uh, what does he say? Like, he brings it up. Uh... I wrote the names down. There it is. I've consulted with Harry and Tina and Tracy and Felicity and Curtis and everything else. And her rebuttal is, do you know it'll work? Okay. What we do know is Barry's gone. So I, to me, it makes a little bit of sense. I mean, she's she's only working within the variables that she knows. Barry's gone. Barry asked me to keep it together. He said, keep running. I'm running. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, um, I, I don't know. I wasn't at all lost by that. I'm not lost by it. I'm annoyed by it. Or annoyed by it. <laughs> I, I, I could make sense of that. And yeah, I mean, sure, like, Cisco thinks he knows what to do, that's fine. Even when he incorporates Caitlin, which is a whole separate issue. That makes sense to me. But I, um, I don't know. That, that that made sense to me. I didn't really have a problem with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's, she's not, like, a positive force for Barry coming back, but I see where she's coming from. Yeah, I mean, I see where she's coming from. It was just, you know, I think they overplayed it a bit on the episode. Um, at the very least. Yeah. But, uh... What'd you think of uh, of of Barry's sudden snap? I'm I'm assuming that uh, I'm assuming that we'll get to more of like like I'm assuming that that's not over. You know, like his Can't weird be. Yeah. I mean, that was really a quick turnaround yeah. for him. Made for some amazing shots. Yeah. Oh, that windmill shot. Dear Lord. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um. Yeah. And yeah, two things I think the show is going to come back to is this house is bitching or the house is bitching or whatever it was. There's no mm-hmm. way that's the end of that story. I mean, that language is going to mean something. And it. Yeah. if I had to bet, it's going to be that Cisco had it almost right, but not quite. And Barry's I mean, sudden amnesia for his little schizo period. Uh, I, I, I don't. Yeah, that can't be done. That just can't be done. And he, and he comes yeah. back so like the weight of the world is off his shoulders and. I just all I remember is is you know saying goodbye to you, Iris, and I'm so glad to be back. It's just it's too it, it's too good it's a too start, clean. right? Yeah, 
Yeah, I you know after Agents of Shield though, I'm a little worried that we're gonna get a whole lot more of of Barry writing on walls. I'm a little tired of of characters writing alien languages on walls. Ah, Cisco, he'll sort that out for you pretty quickly. <laughs> Fingers crossed, man. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Oh, but, uh, by the way, you know. um, I know it's around that time. That sorry. do you remember who? I didn't write down. I, I wrote down the line, but I don't remember who said. Well, okay, Speedy Jesus. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was Cisco. It feels like a Cisco. Yeah. Sounded great though. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, he was good. Samurai Jackass. Nope, that's a rough draft. <laughs> and he had. You know, I think actually, the most. I think the episode revolved around him emotionally, honestly. Like, him and his his choice to kind of work against Iris and bring Barry back, and even his admission later that it really wasn't, like, the city gave him an excuse, but it was really about bringing his friend back and, like, him bringing Caitlin back into the fold on top of that. Like, it, I, I, emotionally, I think he centered the premiere. Sure. I mean, he's the heart of the show anyway. He kind of is. Him and that damn glorious uh-huh. hair. I want him to cut that hair. I hate that hair. <laughs> Looks so bad. I think he wanted to have like a nice, like short hair kind of, kind of vibe hair. Or, or... Yeah, I want him to look like vibe in the comics. Yeah. I want him to have short hair. Yeah. It's gotten so oh. gotten so charming over time. So yeah, I was happy to see Caitlin back, but not happy at the end of the episode where she starts, you know, popping back over into Killer Frost, and she's like, "Not again!" I'm like, "That's exactly my thought. Not again. I don't want to do this again." Please stop. Well, it, at least though the um, in in this case it's when she got really angry and even did the Hulk reference. Uh huh. Um, when she got really angry, she turns into Caitlyn, and she is kind of a badass. I mean, her powers make her a badass. That's obvious. Yeah. But she she turns into kind of a badass. It's she didn't. We've gotten onto Killer Frost for her acting, whereas we love Caitlyn Snow's acting most of the time. Uh-huh. Not even most of the time, all the time. I don't understand what the difference is. Like, when Danielle Panderbecker does Caitlin Snow, she's fantastic. When she does Killer Frost, she, it's, it goes weird. It goes sideways. I don't understand what happens. But it it, it was a little better this time. And uh, when she turns back, it's like, this time it, it looked like it was Caitlin Snow is saying, oh, not again, but uh, she has control now. Whatever she's doing, mm-hmm. Killer Frost isn't the dominant personality anymore. I think it's yeah. going to end up being chemical. I think it's going to end up being a cheat. And I think it's going to end up biting her in the ass. Probably. Those are those are my bets. Yeah, makes sense. I gotta be honest, I don't have a whole lot for this episode. Yeah, I don't know if I do either. I missed HR, or Harry, or Wells. Yeah, whatever I missed, version of I Tom needed Kavanaugh. a Tom Cavanaugh somewhere. It's okay. I was I was hanging in there. I mean, Joe kept me in there, like uh, him him talking to Iris, like you got strength, girl. You just need a little faith. That's that was touching. Yeah, that was good. Uh, even Cisco talking about like Barry said they looked to me and. And that being his one of the reasons he justifies trying to bring him back, even though it honestly might destroy the world for all he knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a guy that in this universe has lost his brother. I think he's just tired of losing people. They don't focus on that so much. They just give him little lines here and there where he's not funny and he's really dramatic. But, man, he's just tired of losing people. Yeah. Uh, uh. I like that. I think it was good. I, I think my only, uh, I think all I've got left is that ours needs to invest in paperweights. There need to be more paperweights <laughs> in the, the the West Allen home. Right? <laughs> Maybe that's why she didn't want Barry back. I mean, Amazon that shit. <laughs> that's the real reason. Get you some She's paperweights, like, every, baby. 
Like every time he speeds off, I've got to go spend 20 minutes picking shit up around Seriously. the apartment. <laughs> and reordering it. I don't know what kind of – I mean, she's she was a reporter at some point. Those pages were in order. How did that not come up? Yeah. I don't get it. He's the, he's the fastest man alive. Why can't he just, like, take a second to walk out the front door and then run really fast? Right. <laughs> just, just the four and a half seconds it would take you <laughs> to get past all that stuff. I was collating for two and a half hours last night. Yeah, it's like the Superman problem. Like, dude, it's called a door. Yeah. Stop smashing through walls. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The bank robber is robbing the bank for less money than you just cost them by slamming into that wall. Yeah, and destroying the vault. (laughs) $150,000 worth of damage by itself. (laughs) Anyway. Um, oh, uh, I only had one more thing. I'll be quick. Uh, whatever it is Barry learned, you can you can hear it sometimes in his rhyming. You can hear it sometimes in what he's talking about, uh, especially a thing uh-huh. about an atom becomes a universe and all that kind of stuff. Uh, an atom, a universe. He, he, I, I think what they're hinting is that whatever it is that he knows, he's seen, I think he's seen like some level of super science that he can't completely... Like he can't completely digest it, but I think he's seen some Mm -hmm. next level science that what I'm hoping happens is that he's got some next level science and that it was just breaking his brain. Smart guy anyway, but it's still just way past the, you know, the average intellect and Mm -hmm. whatever he was thinking has made it to those walls in that code. And I'm kind of hoping that, um, I don't know. What do you think? In like 15 or 16 episodes, maybe? Or maybe they do it earlier, whatever. There's some translation of that code they finally get around. Like, this house is bitching. It's not going to be it for that. So that translation, I think, is going to end up helping against the thinker. Because it is next level Speed Force shit that won't be in his lexicon. Yeah. Did you, did you, have you seen the meme of um, that Justice League TV spot where they're like on the platform uh, in the Batcave, I guess, and they're looking up? And someone did a meme of that set where Bruce is like, what do you think of the Batcave? And Aquaman goes, this house is bitching. Nice. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think um, overall we're going to be doing a thing where, like, you know, the first three seasons of the show is, you know, Barry asserting that he's the fastest man alive and the bad guy saying, no, you ain't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it'll be the same thing, but it, it just in thought. Like, the thinker's the fastest thinker alive. and I think Barry's going to have to, like, outthink him. He's going to have to... And that's part of what's going on here. Yeah. I think this... Uh... Well, I'm hoping it all builds, too. Like, I, I'm if I'm if I'm right, he brought an extra piece of information from the Speed Force that they're going to be able to use. Yeah. But at the same time, like, imagine the producers, a little over a year from now, sitting there thinking, okay, we know what we're doing now, but, like, next season... What's faster than a person who's faster than the Flash because he's already the Flash? The answer might be like, well, thought. Thought is faster than the Flash. Yeah. And that's maybe how we get here. So, I I mean, that being said, I even like the the, the Iris insistence on, you know, and you can see it in the previews, uh, the promos for the coming episodes. It's She kind of calls him out on like, you're not the Flash. The the, the team is the Flash. I think that idea of that think tank is going to end up being extremely relevant. Sure. All right. Uh, anything else? Don't think so. I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of the of the season. Oh yeah, as always. I mean, yeah. Flash well, at its course, worst uh, is still not the worst. I mean, it. I don't know if there is a worst. 
I don't know if there's a point where I haven't been really happy about the next episode of The Flash. Yeah, I, I certainly think it was uh, the best, uh, be- the best of the premieres. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, we'll come back with a mid-season uh, finale review, and uh, we'll also be coming back directly with uh, <laughs> a uh, a review of the Legends of Tomorrow premiere. We are in partnership with TV Time, your TV show calendar available on the web, Android, and iOS. Uh, we tweet at DC on screen. You can like us on Facebook, dconscreen.com for every every episode free. And um, until then, keep some DC on your screen. Cecile, you let that man keep his records. You let that man keep his records, Cecile. That shit is vintage. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David Z. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band Future Elevators can be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Eli Ophelders of Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud and can be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We're a proud member of the Giant Size Team-Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy and improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.